This is your host, Sam Jarocki from J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening. Speaking about all things lawn care, garden related and business wise, whether you do this at home for a bit of fun or if you're trying to break into the business, sit tight and enjoy the podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to this week's J-Rock's Lawn Care Gardening podcast. Here we are on episode number 62 named fertilizer economy droughts recovery why is this going on and why are we talking about it at the moment and it's because it is all relative there's so much going on in the background that we just never talk about but there's a person here i've got joining us on today's podcast that's going to help us through it and that is carlos real from total lawn um he's obviously in the background as many know he's running with total lawn he's producing the fertilizer he's hitting all these risks but at the same time he's also creating the products that's going to help us get through this recovery period so that's why we're kind of talking about it today so carlos how are you doing thank you very much for joining us this evening i'm bringing the energy that's it i'm here i'm here with it i'm here i'm here for the thunder that's it so the the main thing that we've been talking about is we've just came out with this crazy drought haven't we like up north it's not been too bad we've been blessed with you know rain now and again but you know mm-hmm. down south has been crippled i would probably use the word as i mean how much what have you seen from your side like company wise well it's 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 funny right so just to put it into perspective i had to i had to travel down south literally to the south coast from manchester on a train uh not la- yeah last week uh last tuesday it was and once you got sort of south of birmingham all the fields were brown wow that it, that's how stark it was um, there's been there's been a weather system over the UK that um, has been sort of a sort of split the UK in half diagonally, sort of a northwest southeast split. Um, once you're south of that split, it's just dry and barren. Um, yeah, it's it's not uh, it's not good. It's beautiful green fields up until, as I said, just south of Birmingham, and it's uh, pretty pretty dry from from there on. I think it's it's an odd one, isn't it? Because you know we're well aware of what summer can do to your lawns and that. And we, I think all or most years previously through our generations, it's just been like keep up with the water, hose pipe comes, hose pipe band comes in, you know, dance around it a little bit. But then you know it's like literally a couple of weeks and you know you're back to normal running, normal jogging there. But this time, I mean, I think it was Mike Dale speaking to, and he was saying it was like a hundred and something stupid days that they just hadn't mm-hmm. seen a drop of rain, like. And, you know, it's it's something that if it's going to be happening more often in the years to come, like podcasts like this is something that's going to be able to really benefit people because we're going to be talking about things today, right, that's going to hopefully manage their loans so much better to the point where when it does hit, they're going to be all over it. Mm-hmm. And you hit the nail on the head there, right? So management, that is that is what you've got to do. You've got to manage the problem. We can't do anything about the weather, but we can manage our response to the weather. And Two things actually that that would be really helpful. One, keep an eye on the long term, uh, long range weather forecast. So on the Met Office, if you just if you just type in Google Met Office long range weather, it will show you weather predicted weather for the next sort of four to six weeks. Then it's not, <clears throat> and it actually says you know it's not going to be one hundred percent accurate because they're trying to predict the future, but yeah. it gives you a good idea of what direction it's likely to to go in. So first of all, and we 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 look at this like daily because it does change daily sometimes the uh, the forecast. Um, we look at this all the time because we need to plan. We use it to plan stock, literally, yeah. like how how much stock to send into Amazon, how much stock to have in the warehouse, and all that type of thing. Um, but you can use it obviously on a, on a micro basis. If you're looking at long range weather, and it's like you're going to have torrential downpours for the first two weeks of September. That isn't the case, by the way, but if that was the case, then you know, right, okay, well, I can prepare for that now. Um, So that's number one. And then number two is um, actually then, (laughs) it sounds ridiculous, but then using that knowledge and doing something about it and actually applying the the right right treatments or, you know, if you've got a particularly compact lawn, doing an aeration maybe or something beforehand, uh, that type of thing. But um, what if you have not done anything about it and do you find yourself now post-drought, post-heat wave with a lawn that's, I'm not allowed to swear on this podcast, am I? Um, with a lawn that's <laughs> ab- ab- absolutely goosed 
yeah. and um, and you want to fix it, which I think is where you were where you were going. Um, so if you are at, at the time of recording, if you are in certain parts of the south of England, there are postpipe bans still in place. So two options there. You can either abide by it or don't abide by it. Um, if you do abide by it, then you are still allowed to use a watering can and you are still allowed to use a knapsack sprayer. So you can still water your lawn within the um, rules and um, you can you know, do, do something about the, the problem. Um, obviously, if you're in an area that doesn't have a hosepipe ban, then you can do all the following advice a lot easier. But what I would do now if you're beyond the drought and you've not done anything ahead of it, it is apply three things, two things in particular, but, but three, three things if, um, if you can. So first of all, a wetting agent. Now a wetting agent, for those who don't know uh, what it is, um, it does a couple of things depending on the type of wetting agent that you get. You get two different types of wetting agent. You can get a liquid wetting agent or you can get a granular wetting agent. Uh, total long, we have a granular wetting agent called Aqualock. And what a wetting agent does is it increases uh, so, uh, water retention in the soil, moisture retention. So that means that when it does get some rain or does get hosed or sprinkled or whatever, um, the more more water is retained in the soil for future use. So that's point number one. And point number two is um, it will break down the sort of waxy layer that forms on top of the soil. Um, this is known as hydrophobic or aquaphobic um, areas. It will break down the substances that cause that sort of waxy layer on the soil, which allows the water to penetrate the surface easier. This actually also helps with waterlogging. If you've got a garden that frequently waterlogs and it's not purely down to clay, um, a wetting agent will break down the waxy layer that's on top of the soil and allow the water to penetrate quicker. The reason that gardens waterlog if it's not clay is because of um, there being this waxy layer on top of the soil. Uh, this is basically at the blade of the grass. So if you go to the bottom of the blade of the grass, you'll have a little bit of a thatch layer. Below the thatch layer, you've got the ground, but between the ground and the thatch layer, you've got this little waxy, waxy substance. Um, and that will be um, broken down by a wetting agent, allowing water to penetrate down into the soil. So that would be point number one, apply a wetting agent. And that's obviously going to assist with, with, with recovery. And if we get a second heat wave, you're going to be well prepared for it. The yeah. second thing, second thing that I would do is apply seaweed. Now, not all seaweed is created equally. You can get different types of seaweed. Um, just so everyone knows, I know why you laughed then, but um, just so everybody knows, <laughs> seaweed, in order for a company to call a product seaweed, it just has to contain some seaweed. Now, there are no, this isn't like fertilizer. With fertilizer, there are laws and the fertilizer regulations that every fertilizer producer has to abide by, in which they have to declare the uh, composition of the fertilizer, the analysis, as it's known. With seaweed, this is not regulated, it's not the case. You could have 0.01% seaweed and the rest of the thing water or colored water, and you can still call it liquid seaweed. It's an absolute scam. And yeah. something should be done. Something should be done about it. But uh, well, what we do is we call people out when we find that that is the case. But it's quite hard to find that it's the case without testing it. But anyway, um, not all seaweed is created equal. If you're going to buy a seaweed product, you should probably buy ours. If you don't buy ours, at least look for one that actually declares how much seaweed is in it. If it doesn't declare how much seaweed is in it, alarm bells should be going off because. If they have a lot of seaweed in it, they would be shouting from the rooftops about it because the greater the seaweed content, generally speaking, the better quality the product is. Another thing you can look for with a seaweed product is whether it's alkaline extracted or cold pressed. Cold pressed does not retain as much of the nutrients as alkaline extracted does. Um, although a cold pressed is slightly more environmentally friendly, but, you know, so you could tomorrow. you could actually have a cold press version and it'd be a higher percentage, but it actually has less benefit towards the lawn than what 
uh, the alkaline extracted would actually be. Ding, ding, ding. Top answer. Yeah. Yes, exactly that. Exactly that. So, and that is that is something that we're like trying to talk to people about. That we get asked all the time, like, why don't you do um, an organic seaweed? It's like, well, we could, and you'd buy it, and we could charge you really good money for it, but it won't do anywhere near as good of a job as our alkaline extracted seaweed. So, and, oh, and here's another scam as well, right? Our alkaline extracted seaweed, we are actually allowed to call organic, but we don't. Okay. Because yeah like honestly the 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 the, um the flexibility let's say within the rules on how you word things is very very flexible when it comes to organic so many things aren't organic that you would think you know it's oh it says organic on it no it just needs to contain a certain amount of organic matter in order to call it organic but anyway that's another that's another point um the the alkaline extracted seaweed uh, as i say can be called organic we don't call it organic because it isn't um in reality but that is going to have a much greater nutrient um content than cold pressed so that's what i would look for if you are shopping for seaweed you want it to declare how much is in it anything less than three or four percent isn't worth using to be honest with you um maybe for like plants and things but not for a lawn yeah um you know, like plants have got different different requirements, but um, you want alkaline extracted and you want something that actually, you actually know how much is in it. And the reason that you want to use seaweed is, um, I was going to say twofold, it's actually probably tenfold, but I'll give you a few reasons. One, just like a wetting agent, and it, it increases uh, moisture retention in the soil. It increases the stress tolerance of the lawn. It greatly increases the recovery speed of the lawn and it also increases growth rate so it does other things as well but they're like the the main the main highlights so if you were going to do anything use a wetting agent and seaweed and the thing is with seaweed if you're in an area with a host pipe band you can put your seaweed in the watering can and walk around the garden watering it in and what you're doing there is you're actually watering in the wetting agent watering the lawn and applying seaweed so you're yeah. getting all of it, all of it done within the rules. Now, if you want to take it a step further, then, and this is this is a product that uh, only we sell. Um, I would use Instant Green as well. Instant Green is a rapid green up product, and it, it contains a small amount of iron, chelated iron, which will green up the lawn, is like very very well within 24 hours. Um, what you could do is you could get the seaweed and the instant green, mix them together in a watering can or in a knapsack sprayer, and then walk around the garden spraying that all over the grass. You're going to get the seaweed dose down. You're going to get you're going to be watering the wetting agent. You're watering the grass, and now with the instant green involved, the grass is going to look greener a lot faster than um, if you didn't use it. So that would be my my drought recovery plan if you yep. are affected by the drought. So two questions with that. First one being is. I think some people worry that iron in a time like this, sometimes it's been known to dehydrate the leaves slightly. Is that something that you'd ever be worried about with a product like Instant Green going down in this sort of manner, like straight after a drought? Or from testing, you see that squeaky clean? Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Yeah, because it's what is 1% chelated iron. If you were putting like 6% down, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that that might be too much. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's... it's designed to it's designed to get into the plant really quickly, green it up, and the, the greening. I mean, you you've used the product. The greening probably lasts four or five days, maybe a week. It's it's sort of in and out of the plant quite quickly. It's designed to get the lawn green quickly. Yeah. So basically, the reason that I'm saying to use it in in your drought recovery plan is because you're gonna whilst all the magic's happening underground with the wetting agent and the seaweed above ground, you're going to very quickly get the grass green again, which is what you want. And it's, it's at least aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. So, and then whilst that sort of, whilst the instant green effect is fading away after a sort of a week or so, the grass should be sort of back in some sort of decent enough condition. So you're basically getting your green lawn back quicker. Well, I mean, there's that, and especially at a time like this where, down south they are seeing the odd shower actually come through now is they're going to get the benefit of all this going on like a big push of help let's just call Mm -hmm. it because that's what it is you're helping the lawn sort of come back you're going to then get the natural 
like I say, and this is for anyone listening at this time of the podcast going, we are on the bounce back where the weather is slightly improving and getting a bit wetter. You know, you're mm-hmm. going to get the natural help as well. So you're just going to be kicking back a whole lot quicker than someone that just goes, I'll wait until it, you know, comes back naturally and then I'll continue with my routine. You're mm-hmm. doing something that, like you say, is not only above ground, green it up, but it's subsurface to a level where, you know, it's going to be, it's going to have everything it needs to recover as soon as them big, large dusts of water come from the beautiful blue sky above us. So, like, I do think it's something that people should really focus on and not just think, right, that's the lawn ruined. We're getting towards the end of the season. I'll just leave it now. Because I would almost say in points like this where it's quite a late drought, you know, we're in August mm-hmm. now, you know what I mean? Soon, September, October, we're not far away from them shorter days and when your lawn's going to struggle with different things. So I, I would almost argue that getting this lawn back to standard right now is more important than what you'd ever do between sort of autumn and sort of the start of springtime. Because if you leave it in a crap state now, then it's going to really kind of struggle. It's just going to continue. So, Well, yeah, I mean, if, if you don't do anything about it now, in, in reality, it's going to be like spring before you're going to be able to do a proper job on it. Definitely. And obviously, we're going to touch on other things um, soon as well in regards to the autumn renos and things like that. But the other question with it, and I know I've seen the, the only reason why I ask it now is because I've seen it asked a lot on Instagram to use personally, and I know you've already answered it. But mm-hmm. people, I think, are worrying that with granular, it needs to be completely dissolved. And for that to happen, you need large, large dosages of, of water to help that happen. Can you just speak through how the smaller granules may be able to aid this and the actual process of the wetting agent working? Yeah, so, I mean, the, the wetting agent is, um, we, we, we say one to two millimetre granules, but they're pretty much all one millimetre granules, so they're tiny. Um, the only reason we say one to two is because you, you can't set the machine any lower than that. You're going to get some a, discrepancy on your like It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's it's mostly one millimeter granules. It's like you know, it's like rock salt, you know, the, yeah. or whatever. You, you know what I mean? So, uh, or table salt, should I say? So, um, it's um, one. It doesn't take a lot of dissolving, um, and two, if you do what I say and use you know a knapsack or a, or a watering can, you're going to get enough water down to make to make it work. It will be. It, 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 it'll start. It'll start dissolving. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, and that's and that's like, uh, as well as having even coverage. That's one of the reasons that we use really small granules because they dissolve quicker. And if they dissolve quicker, they're accessible by the plant and they can do their job uh, quicker. In the case of wetting agent, obviously, it's not accessible by the plant because it, you're not feeding the plant. But yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. It's it's um it's you it's useful quicker if it can dissolve quicker and if and by making the granules small, it can dissolve quicker. Yeah, no, I think I think that answers it. I think um, it's more things like your, your higher nitrogen fertilizers and things like that, where people think that's what needs to be doused. That's what you need to get it started. Because if that sits raw for too long, you're going to mm-hmm. get problems. Whereas I think it's changing the mindset to those, especially that don't know too much about it, that Sam, it's a completely Sam, different product. Right. We're the only fertilizer company that I have seen Right. And I'm all over this all the time. We're the only fertilizer company that I have seen that has been actively telling people do not put granular fertilizer down now. Yeah. Over the, you know, over the past few weeks while the heat's been on, I was in the sun, I was in the the mail online, I was in the Daily Express, all saying, uh, you know, this this guy's saying do not put granular fertilizer down. Um, and no one else is saying that, but but that was the appropriate thing to say. Um over the past few weeks, because as you say, if you apply a load of nitrogen to your lawn now, or well, not so much now because the weather starts to change, but over the past few weeks, and don't water it like ridiculously, it have scorched it to death, yeah. and, and your lawn would have been screwed. Absolutely, and and that that's the thing about it is like if it is a completely different solution to have. You know, they're doing two completely different jobs, and like you say, having something like the fertilizer going down when it went down. Right, there's a there's a time in place to do that, and if mm-hmm. you've done that over the last few weeks, you needed to be on your watering. But yeah, I think definitely something like the wetting agent. It, it's been people's been waiting for it, and I've been able I've been able to see that firsthand. People asking mm-hmm. about it, and I've seen more than ever it be a subject on like things like the UK Lawn Care Group 
where people are saying like, look, where do I get this? And fully, what does it do? Because it sparked that interest now that we've uh, we've witnessed it is pretty much what it is. Um, people's been now wondering about it. So I think you've hit it at, at a good time. I think people would have liked to have seen it eight weeks ago. But <laughs> from me and you personally, I know that this is not just something where, um, to- and I can say this probably on your behalf, it- it's not something that Total Loan sat there and went, oh, people's asking for this. We should probably get it produced now. You- you've been, this has been in process for quite some time now, hasn't it? Months, months. And it- yeah, I- I- Sam, right? I wish it- we would have had it eight weeks ago because if we'd have had it eight weeks ago, we'd have made a serious amount of money. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's you know to, not not to be not to be brash, but like that is the reality of it. So trust me, and this is this is what I mean. Like we had samples of it that we were testing eight weeks ago. We had a couple of trade customers that that we actually did sell some to. We had, we did a we, we produced like hundred kilos of it, and we we sent some to a trade customer that particularly wanted some. Um, in fact, two trade customers that wanted some, um, but we weren't ready to sell it yet because it wasn't where we weren't 100% sure that it was doing what we wanted it to do. Because we wanted a lot of wetting agents just break down that waxy layer on top of the soil. Yeah, They don't, a lot of wetting agents don't do the other bit, which is increase the moisture retention of the soil. So we wanted to be able to do that and we wanted it to be granular. We wanted it to be granular because granular products last longer um in in terms of you can store them for longer and they last in the ground longer um than a than a liquid version so like ours aqualock you can use that every three to six months um so you could just do two applications a year it'd be absolutely fine um but you do four applications a year or three whatever you want you know every every three to six months can apply it whereas a liquid wetting agent in the summer for sure you need to apply that like every three weeks yeah so Every three to six weeks, should I say? But yeah, um, it, it, you need significantly less granular than you do liquid. And I think this is a main one for you know, as we know, there's a there's I think more of the people tuning in at these podcasts, you guys and girls listening right now, you know, you're from more of a trade background. So what I would say with this is, it's if you haven't used it before, it's not something that you want to wait until a drought happens and then jump in on. You know, prevention is is really key in this whole thing that Mm -hmm. if you can and i was speaking to someone the other day and it's funny you say two times a week because i haven't actually even spoken uh, sorry two times a week two times a year (laughs) i was speaking to someone uh just the other day about it and i was saying as a minimum that's what i'm going to start offering as of next year now that i've seen how how much we can get a drought and you know i've still seen a few of our loans go pretty badly uh not to the case of those down south but still to a, a very dehydrated and sort of straw like effect is that you want to be putting one down sort of when you get going in spring just so that you're starting to get that in there and it's starting to start um holding the moisture and then you want to be going again as you're seeing with a long weather forecast you want to be looking i've said probably april and i'm going to probably try the end of june-ish just to keep a slight overlap in there so mm-hmm. that it's in there ready for if we get another july burn because quite frequently we see that's obviously our hottest month or one of them. And I want to be preparing to that point. So if you're using it as a professional and you want to kind of get going with it, then it's not going to peer off for you if you're going to go every six weeks. Because a lot of your clients, I'm guessing, if they're like 90% of the gardeners out there, they're not going to want you to, sorry, to pay you an extra service every six weeks to reapply when they know that if you put it down twice a year and you can keep their lawn golden, then, you know, happy days. So I think starting to work it into your treatment plans, I know it's going to go into mine. So like on a subscription service for some form, Mm -hmm. and you can tally that up the right way, then I think your loans next year will benefit so much more. And hopefully that will bounce back and give you more customers, more recommendations, and, you know, you can be in that loop. So that's just You're 100%. You're 100% right, right? Because, like, look at it this way. If if you can keep the, I'm just going to be like candid as I possibly can. If you can keep your customers' grass growing, you can keep cutting it. Yeah, you keep cutting it, you can keep charging. So 
it you want and also if the grass is green and lush and looking really nice and well hydrated while all their neighbors are brown and going yellow and all this then you're proving your worth your cost your retention is going to be unbelievable your customer retention you're going to get more as, as you just said you're going to get more recommendations more referrals people will genuinely like they'll look at their neighbor's lawn who has not got you tending to it and go what on earth are they doing that i am not doing that and then maybe maybe the next door neighbor's got a gardener as well and they're saying like well we've got a gardener why does our grass not look like that yeah yeah and it, do you know what I mean? So using a wetting agent is going to just increase your value to that customer because they are going to have a lawn that looks fantastic all year round. They're going to be really happy about that, which means that you can charge a little bit more than anybody else. And it means that you're going to get more recommendations and referrals. You're going to have a happier customer, better reviews. The whole thing just turns into a snowball effect of goodness, That's um, which, which, which turns out good for you. And the other side to it as well, like how you say you can take a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. You can take your client to the hose, but you can't make them turn on the tap. And, you know, the worst thing about it is that, and I've had conversations with people across the whole of the UK, and watering is always a problem, whether it's post-renovation, whether it's drought control, whether it's just standard watering schedules throughout the whole summer season. You want water as everything. If you can put all the fertilizer you want down on that grass, but if it's not getting soaked enough, then you're going to see problems appear relatively quickly. And because um, quite often, unless you live in the Scot in the Scotlands up uh, Scotlands up in the Highlands <laughs> in, up here in Scotland, right? You may not be blessed with that much, you know, rainfall. Mm-hmm. So by doing something like the wetting agent, it's also going to allow. I think it's going to. I'm trying to word this the best way possible. It's going to account for, I don't want to use the word laziness, but for your yeah client's laziness with watering. Okay, for your, clients, for your client's insubordinate, insubordinate. <laughs> yeah. behavior, yeah, of looking after their own lawn. Because as we know, you can't, you know, even you watering it every two weeks when you visit. How often are you there going to actually sit for another fifteen minutes while the sprinkler's going before you then leave? Unless it's a charge service, it's probably not going to happen. So yeah, by... Mike, Mike's had to start doing that. He's had yeah, to start yeah. charging clients to water their lawn because he just knows they're not going to do it. So it's like, look, we're going to feed your lawn. It needs watering. You're not going to water it, so you're going to pay me to do it instead. And yeah. they go, okay, because guess what? The client doesn't want to, and that's why they don't do it. And it's like you pay for convenience. People will pay the most money in the world for time. If you can yeah. give people time back for a small amount of money, relatively, then... People will take that all the time. If they Definitely. don't, if they're not, if they if you're saving them from spending 20 minutes watering the lawn and you charge them, you know, an extra 20 quid or whatever, 50, I don't know, but I don't know how you price it, but yeah. um, you know, you charge them an extra fee and they don't have to do it, they probably will take it. I'd take it 100 yeah. percent Oh well, it's even, I mean, this is slightly jumping out of this realm, but even last week and call me lazy, I've just hired a cleaner. Like we're only in a bungalow, but you know, that mm-hmm. hour that's spent you know, kind of doing a deep clean on the house each mm-hmm. week or whatever it might be. I don't like doing it. And I remember you talking about, you know, doing I've been a cleaner thing. for years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. they, there you go. And it, it's one of them that if you don't like doing something, you'll happily part with the cash to make it happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing that personally. So if you're in a place where you're thinking, people's not going to pay me to turn on the sprinkler for them. Well, you might be surprised, you know, if you at least mention it, then it's another revenue stream that you probably didn't yeah, even know yeah, existed, because, you know? Because the, the person doesn't look at it as the the money side of it. The person looks at it, well, they do to an extent, obviously, because there's, there's a limit, otherwise you could charge whatever you want. But they look at it from like, what could I do with that half an hour instead? Yeah. You know, if 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 you can give me, if you can give me half an hour longer doing something that I enjoy, and it only costs me, say, 15, 20 quid to get that half an hour back, well, guess what? I'm, I'm paying... For that half an hour back yeah you know, so it's um it's and it's also you're removing you're like people don't want more more jobs to do <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. who who's walking around going oh do, do you know what i wish i had another task to do yeah and yeah it, it is and it is it is the husband or the, the the man of the house generally speaking that gets that gets tasked with it. obviously not all the time but most of the time it's the man the man has already got a task list of things from a significant other that he's got to do already so he doesn't want another thing 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> if, exactly. If you can, if you can, if you can deal with that, you know, for him, he will, he will pay you to do it in most cases. Yeah, and no, absolutely, and and that's just it's why it's relative because us as real people, from whatever background you're in, you'll be able to relate with what we're saying here, and you'll be able to go, well, mine might not be cleaning, but it might be, I don't know clean up the fish tank you know what i mean something like Mm -hmm. that and you might be like i'm sure there's someone i could probably employ to come run that service for me and so it just it goes straight over into the lawn care world and why companies like total lawn are offering things like wetting agents that are gonna help you know minimize this stress of going i say stress this task of going out there and making sure that your your lawn's watered you know three times a week, whatever your feeding, uh, your watering schedule is, you may mm-hmm. now only have to do it once or twice, okay, slightly heavy, but you know that wetting agents in is to, to retain the moisture. So it's how you sell the cross as well. And this is me speaking to the audience that however you want to make this work and you how you read these um, supplements that you can put into the lawn, right? You need to then transfer that across to your clients. And like we can speak about... Or, about it all we want right now but you still need to do something with that information and and genuinely i mean this use it to your advantage because with things like this it's not something that you're going to probably be able to create or if you are and we spoke about you know um off manufacturers i don't know what you'd call them carlos probably a lot worse than that but people mm-hmm. that create their own um formulas and things like that to a to a lower level you know mm-hmm. They're going to struggle. So using something like this... I, 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 I call them scumbags. Scumbags. <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> go over that one, and that's probably the polite way. But, um, <laughs> so what I'll do is we'll just take a quick break there to hear from our, our sponsors for this podcast, and we'll be back with you in just a moment. This episode is brought to you by Total Loan. Total Loan provides scientifically engineered loan care products to homeowners, hobbyists, and loan care professionals. Their range of fertilizers and biostimulants will keep your lawn looking lush, green, and moss-free, all year round. I use Total Loan products for my customers and on my own loan and I think you should too. The team at Total Loan put quality above anything else when they're producing their loan feeds. They use ingredients that are rarely if ever used by their competitors to give you the best loan possible. Try Total Loan today at totalloan.co.uk and use code Care at the checkout to receive 10% off your whole order. Total Loan are so confident in their products that you can use them on your loan and if you're not happy with the results, you can get in touch with them up to 90 days later for a full refund. Go to totalloan.co.uk and transform your loan. So welcome back. That was from our sponsors there that you've just heard from. That is Total Loan. As they've mentioned, there are all the ways that you can get through to them and start getting some products. Feel free by all means to use that code JROCKLOANCARE and you'll get 10% off your products. So... The question and the topic that we're moving on to now is sort of what the fertilizer market is currently doing and the impact that it's having through the economy and all the rest of it. One question that I keep on seeing, Carlos, that I'm hoping that you can help us with really is what's going on with the prices? Why are things moving up and how is that going to affect things going into next year as well? Yeah, so it's it's a serious problem. Um, there are global i'll explain why in a second but from like a big picture view and people won't realize this unless they're in the sort of fertilizer manufacturing side of things um there's global shortages of the main three ingredients that are in most fertilizers which is nitrogen phosphorus and potassium now urea which is one nitrogen source um there are multiple nitrogen sources, but urea is is found in most um, most chemical fertilizers. It's found in all of our chemical fertilizers, and it is um, a very important substance. Urea, phosphorus, and potassium all come from or via Ukraine and Russia. And the problem is, obviously, there's uh, a war going on um, over there at the moment. Um, and that is causing a problem. There are other places in the world. I'll explain what, like, how big of a problem there in a second. But there are other places in the world where this can be uh, sourced from. But because of the shortage coming from that region, the prices everywhere else have gone up. So it's not even a case of just switching to a different location. Like Morocco produces a lot of stuff, 
Um, Morocco, fun fact, Morocco have actually got a conveyor belt that goes from the desert right up to the to the port. So it can wow. literally be, be, be mined <laughs> and um, stuck on a conveyor belt. It goes all the way through the desert. You can see it on Google Earth. It goes all the way through the desert and um, arrives at a port. But anyway, in Russia, Ukraine, um, and I'm, I'm going to say what I'm going to say next. I'm saying from the point of view as I have been told this firsthand by people that are there. I do not. I have not seen it with my own eyes, but this is what I've been told by my upstream um, suppliers and importers. Right. And that is that the, by and large, as a result of military actions, a lot of fertilizer refineries and chemical refineries um have been destroyed in ukraine northern ukraine in particular so that has had a substantial effect on global fertilizer supply so that is a problem there's also been some unseasonal weather in northern ukraine as well which if you know if there wasn't a war going on would have caused a problem in and of itself um but uh, that's sort of a minor detail, given that you know the factions being blown up is a bigger, yeah, uh, yeah, a bigger, a bigger, a bigger issue. So, what what that basically means is that until that situation is resolved, everybody's trying to buy whatever fertilizer or whatever ingredients they can get from wherever else they can get them. Now, you've got a problem there because not everything is equal. There's different qualities and grades of things, and there are. There are people in, um, you know, suppliers in the Far East that can produce um, some of the ingredients. It turns out that on some of the stuff that I've seen, the quality is not the same as if it was from, um, you know, the the preferred the preferred suppliers in in Russia and Ukraine. So it's a bit of a problem. Now, what this means for us and what it means for you what it means for mr and mrs jones sat at home buying fertilizer is that fertilizer prices are going to continue to rise and to give you an idea my costs at total lawn have risen this is just raw material cost right has risen have risen 54 percent in 12 months wow right huge now that is my upstream supplier passing on a little bit of their price increase onto us, right? If they if they passed all of the price increase onto us, it would we, the the fertilizer would have to be probably twice the price in order to to have any sort of margin on it. Yeah. Um, so our suppliers are helping us by reducing their margin, and as such, we have helps our customers although we don't make a song and dance out of this because it to me this is just what we should do um we have increased our prices slightly but nowhere near the level that would be required to actually maintain the same margin that we had previously so our gross margins have dropped from anything from uh Sorry, I've dropped by anything from a third to sixty percent. Wow, that's depend a lot. On the, depend on the product. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, I mean, in, in real terms, um, it means that you. I don't want to give away. In fact, I don't, I don't want to give away stuff that's too, <laughs> too commercially sensitive. But like, it, without giving away actual numbers, it means you've got to do significantly more top line revenue in order to make the same amount of money on on the bottom line yeah um, so it's 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 a problem and it's going to continue to be a problem for us for the foreseeable future because the only way that this comes to a conclusion is if the ukraine and russia agree to some sort of peace deal and my personal view on this is that mr putin is not and i've not got a strong opinion either way to be honest with you i'm not like i'm not that clued up on it to have enough like knowledge to like say with certainty or you know ukraine should do this or russia should do that i I don't know it's not my job right but what i do know is that the character of the from what i have seen of the character of vladimir putin is that he will not 
give up. And I don't see a situation where he does not get a deal, whether it be a military outcome or a, or a diplomatic outcome. I do not see a situation where he walks away with anything less than what he went for. And I think that unless unless the Ukraine were to negotiate with him on certain things, like, for example, agreeing to maintain neutrality with uh, both NATO and Russia, uh, which I think, again, personal opinion, I think that probably would be the best thing for everybody if, if Ukraine turned around and said, right, um, we won't join NATO and we also won't ally with Russia, then NATO will be happy and Russia will also be be happy that that NATO isn't continuing its move east. So that probably seems to me to be the most sensible option. But again, I don't know enough to really say that. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that this this conflict could go on for for several years until some sort of resolution is is brokered, either between um, you, you know by diplomatic diplomatic methods from third parties. I know that Turkey have had a big influence in in negotiating the release of um vessels from odessa through the black sea um so turkey turkey have done a really good job um you know on the diplomatic front i don't know how much we're involved in in the diplomacy side of things it's it's not clear it just looks like boris wants to go over there and be best buds with Zelensky and you know look like he's he's standing up to big bad Putin but I think that's more sort of smoke and mirrors than what's actually going on I, I I like to think that someone in the foreign office is is in regular communication with um all parties involved to try yeah. and bring a resolution to to the conflict but looping back to fertilizer until someone does something um like I've just uh, said we are going to see uncertainty and volatility in in, in wholesale uh, urea and nit- uh, phosphorus and potassium um, prices and that's going to that, continue it, isn't it really it's going to continue it's going to continue for it's going to continue for as long as this conflict continues it will level off at some point because obviously there'll become a point where it's not um you know it's physically too, too expensive yeah yeah uh, so it'll top out somewhere but you've got to remember, it isn't just us fighting for supply, it's farmers fighting for supply. And this is what drives up the cost of food, because farmers, most people don't realise this. This is what annoys when people go on about organic, this, organic, that, right? If, if you went 100% organic, then you'd only be able to produce one-fifth of the world's food. Right. So, oh, sorry, one-fifth of, of the world's food requirement. So, like everyone would die, basically. Um, well, four fifths. <laughs> so, right. um, so, so yeah. Like farmers need that chemical fertilizer to uh, produce food for us all to stay alive. So they're going to be the ones um, buying, and, and rightly so. They're going to be the ones buying it first, um, and that's going to drive up food prices for everybody. Because that's so, what I was going to. Sorry, that's what I was going to say. I was, I was thinking about that earlier on. Surely when it then trickles through to X amount is now available, it works in some priority order of, you know, whoever provides food first. So therefore the farmers, they would get first say on whatever amount. As far as I'm aware, no. As far as I'm aware, it's highest bidder. All right, well. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 highest bidder, but um what's gonna drive it up, eh? It's like the house prices. And not to just jump in a how bad the economy is. I do want to keep this relative, but because everyone is now struggling to buy a house, they're paying, you know, 10 to 20% over the asking price to get it, which is then, you know, making the first time buyer near impossible to buy, you know, a house at a, at a bidding level, let's call it, Mm -hmm. because it's so far ahead of them. So I suppose the house, that's because the house supply is rigged as well. Like, you know, the, (laughs) the house supply is so tightly controlled to maintain prices. Yeah. So that's another problem. Not enough houses being built. But um, it's all these factors, isn't it, that is driving up price-wise. It's not like, and I, I think what it ties to really is companies like yourself on sitting there going, let's make a wedge on this. 
let's up our prices in this time where everything's going up. It's literally you're trying to survive at the same time as create a quality product. Yeah, and this 100%. is the situation it leaves you in, like hundred percent. Like I, I'm I'm making I'm making decisions now that that are gonna guide the next twelve to twenty-four months of Total One's future. And I'm making them from a very different position that I was making decisions six months ago. Yeah. So because I'm looking ahead, I'm looking. This is what people do. They don't look further, the further than the end of their nose, and they end up getting blindsided by something because they've not planned ahead, and they need to, you know, just look a bit further down the road and go right. Okay, well, this might happen. This might happen. This might happen. What what do what do I think is going to happen out of all of these options? So and because, then, sorry, go on, and then plan accordingly for each for each eventuality. So what is there anything that you're currently doing then that? that is going to help the customer because like, for example, I know you've got the subscription platform where anyone that's buying, let's say the hundred, the 50 or the hundred meter square bags, whatever it might be, you know, mm. they can buy that on subscription. Like one big thing for us yeah, so- within the trade is that we're buying, you know, anywhere from 20 kilograms worth instead of, you know, a kilo all the way up to, as you mentioned earlier, like tons of, mm-hmm. is there anything that trade customers are, you know, going to get help with? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And th- thanks for thanks for asking that. Yeah. Um, so in, I'll talk about domestic first. So on the domestic side, yeah, I mean, uh, two things that we're doing for domestic customers. One is um, we're not passing on all of the price increases, uh, yeah. although you don't get any thanks for that because no one knows that it's happening. But when yeah. if we passed on all of the price increases, um you'd be astounded at what the actual retail price would need to be in order for us to be able to sustain uh, the margin that we would actually like to make. Yeah. So one, we're not passing on the full um, the full price increase. And that is the same for trade as well. But then also with domestic, we've got, um, as you rightly pointed out, we've got subscriptions. So you can measure your lawn and you can say, right, okay, it's say it's 100 meters. You go on the website, you sign up to a subscription. It's like, you know, Netflix sort of thing. Um, pay a monthly fee and we'll send you out the products every three months, the exact products that you need for your lawn every three months. Um, dead easy. You don't need to do anything other than sign up, pay your fee, and we'll send you the stuff with instructions and you'll be able to apply that to your lawn um and and keep your lawn looking good all year round obviously people are likely to cut back on things like holidays abroad and stuff like that so it would make sense to spend a little bit of money on the garden so that your castle is uh still in good order even if rome is burning so that's point one point two on trade so this is a relatively new uh thing We, we we've offered it to some customers in the past on a case-by-case basis, but we're now offering it as an actual, like if you come to us now and you want to be a trade customer, we actually say, do you want this? And that is, uh, we now offer credit accounts. So if you're a trade customer, uh, we've got a few a few different ways of doing this. One is a straight up uh, 30 day credit terms um, account, no interest. And uh, you, can, you can order your stuff. You'll be given a credit limit. And you can take delivery of it and then you can pay us for uh, the stuff 30 days later. Ah, um, right. So that's that's one option that eases cash flow a little bit. So it gives you time to it gives you time to make money from the products before you need to pay for them. Yeah. So that's one thing. For bigger trade customers, and we've done this before for other people. We uh, will do a deal whereby if you're going to buy all of your fertilizer for the next 12 months, for example, or place an order, sorry, for the next 12 months, then we'll store it for you if you've not got storage. And then we'll send it to you as and when you need it. And you can pay us on a monthly basis for it. So it's a, it is a credit again, but it's a different type of credit. It's more like a, a pay by installments uh, yeah. situation. Like an August so card almost. <laughs> exactly yeah and and it eases it eases cash flow and it also this is the other thing as well and this is why this is important it it protects you from price increases because if you buy at today's price the price certainly is not going to go lower i know that i know that for 100% certainty it's probably got a 15% likelihood of remaining the same probably less probably 10% likelihood of remaining the same and it's probably got an 85 to 90% chance of increasing so if you can, if if you know, right, okay, well, I've got all these customers here. My fertil- my minimum fertilizer requirement for the next 12 months is going to be X. 
I need this much summer, this much autumn, this much cold season, I need this much seaweed, this much instant green, this much wetting agent, this much seed, blah, blah, blah. If you can get that order together, come to me. Go to go to uh, totallawn.co.uk, go to the contact us page and submit the form. Um, or contact us on, on Instagram at Total Lawn Official. And what we'll do is we'll put together a price based on today's prices and then set up, uh, have a conversation with you and put a bespoke plan together. It's like, right, okay, well, you need this much then, this much then, this much then. We'll help you plan your fertilizer requirements over the next 12 months. We'll get an order form signed and you'll commit to the order at the, at today's price so that you're not going to be charged more in the future. And then we'll work out the payment terms, how much credit we're prepared to give you, how long um, we're prepared to allow you to pay it over. Most most people um, can just pay it off uh, over a monthly payment as long as it's paid within 12 months. Um, and yeah, so that, so we, we're trying to ease the ease the load a little bit, the, the cash flow, um, the cash flow burden, uh, yeah. as it were. And yeah. I think I think that's a great thing because where people, if I mean, you're the first fertilizer company I've known to actually do that um, in the way that you are, what I think is absolutely brilliant. But where people might have heard this before, professionals alike, is in your local industrial s- supply shop or machinery shop, whatever it is, where you order kit and equipment from or hire equipment from, you usually get a trade card so that if you want to, let's say, get a grill or brush cutter and you've got a 500-pound job on the go, right? instead of paying that 200-pound higher price up front and then hopefully this client pays you or hopefully this job goes through, you can rent it, not pay a penny, get that 500 quid from the client and then pay for it afterwards. And I think mm-hmm. this, well, this is, is exactly the same in the fact of you may have 50 clients on your fertilizing schedule and you might have them planned in, you know, let's just say the month of the first week of, or sorry, the last week of September to start all your autumn uh, fertilizations. You know, you could put this in, get them all done in a week or however long it usually takes you get that money in the bank and then pay for it. So I think what you're doing is also ease, hopefully what I would like it to do is ease the um, the pressure on the user. Because mm-hmm. from from my eyes, it's, it doesn't seem like it's making your job any easier, you know? Oh, but, yeah, no, it's, this, this, no, this is not good for us. Of course not. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're effectively bankrolling everybody. Like it, it's not, because we're not charging interest. Do you know what I mean? So there's yeah, no, yeah. it's it's much better for me if you ring up and say, right, I, I say ring up, we don't even have a phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, if you, if you uh, place an order for, um, you know, two grand's worth of stuff, it's better that we have that two grand today. Yeah. You know, or 500 quid today or whatever. The case. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's better that we have it today so that we can then use it to pay our bills. Um, we're We're doing this because we want to try and help our trade customers as much as we possibly can. Um, and we know that it's, we know that there's a rocky road ahead. And the thing is, if we all, if we all muck in and go, right, let's, let's try and, I keep nearly swearing. Um, <laughs> let's all try and muddle through this together. Then we'll all come out the other end of it in a much better position. than if we just all went like for self-preservation, yeah, you, know, you, you is you've got to. It's about it's about herd immunity. You've yeah. got to you've got to protect the herd, and and this is our attempt at protecting the herd. No, I think that's that's really good. Like I say, I haven't heard of it before. I mean, I have the higher equipment and things like that, but I've never heard of a a company like yourself then offering it out. So I think for people that in my big thing, and I've talked about this on podcasts previously, is storage. You know, until I got a storage container. I was sitting there with a very small shed at the bottom of my garden going, you know, loading it up with fertilizer and all these these other bits of equipment going, I have got no more room left, you know, sitting with 20 bags of kilo of uh, fertilizer sat in my bedroom. And, mm-hmm. you know, something like this probably would have saved me a storage container when I didn't fully need one mm-hmm. because you would have it, you know. So I, I think it could help a lot of people in a lot of different ways, actually. Well, well I think it's fantastic, to be honest. Well, thank you, thank you. No, yeah. no. Well, that's that's what we're uh, that's what that's what we're trying to do. We're, we're trying to 
I'm trying to be helpful. We, we, what I'm trying to say is like, we, we, we get it. Like we really get it. Like it's not, it's not easy and it's not mm-hmm. going to be easy. And we're on, you know, we're in the same boat as you and we're on the same side as you and we'll do whatever we can to, to help you um, as much as, as much as we reasonably can. Yeah. No, happy does. Um, so I'm, I'm very aware of the time at the moment, but just one thing I want to quickly touch on, cause it's kind of the next big thing around the corner is the autumn renovations. Obviously, this is going to be a point where it could be more work than what you've had previously. So this could be really good for the service worker, being uh, the fact that there is so much fixing to do and also them last chances to go forward and wrap up the gardens. Is there anything you'd say on the autumn renovations? Anything more key from the things like the wedding agents? For sure, for sure. Right? This is how you this is how you turn lemons into lemonade, right? So obviously, massive drought, lawns have been destroyed, decimated all across the country. And now is the time to be booking in your autumn renovations. So if you've got customers um, or, or getting inquiries from customers whose lawns are in a bad state of repair, then this is the perfect opportunity to be selling an autumn renovation. So um, there's two times a year you can do renovations, spring and autumn. Um, personally, I prefer spring myself, but it's it doesn't really matter. You can do it in either um, uh, either season. And uh, yeah, uh, this this would be the right time uh, to be booking those in. This would be the right time to um, to be uh, thinking about what you're going to do. I would wait until probably mid September to end of September. In fact, no, I'd probably wait till the end of September, to be fair. Uh, it all yeah. depends on weather. It depends on weather. If you're in the south, I'd wait until probably end of September uh, before you start doing this. But what we're talking about here is um, scarifying, aerating, overseeding, applying a pre-seed fertilizer, applying some seaweed, top dressing, and doing doing the same sort of renovation that you would do in the spring. Um and a lot of the lawns that are absolutely goosed in the south of the country are going to look absolutely fabulous for winter. Um, you'll then follow that up, hopefully, with um, a winter treatment sometime in December, and January, February, something like that. Subject to weather, obviously. And yeah. uh, it'll be it'll be in much better condition than if you waited until spring to do it. Uh, by spring, it should require very little um very little uh, work to get it back into a, a, a really good condition again. Yeah, definitely. I think so. that is the main thing is, and as sad as it is, you've got to see the opportunities when they come. And I think for a lot of you that maybe have a lot of loans that are in a bad shape, you know, you need to kind of act on that and, you know, give the service that is required at the time. So if you've got clients out there and, you know, whether you use these products or whatever else it might be, you know, look at these jobs and approach these clients and say, look, I know we're coming out of this. I've now got wet agents or whatever it might be that can help us bounce back. But if you want to fully improve that, then, you know, tie them autumn renovations in there. But I thought it was just a key thing to chuck out there just for, you know, what we've been speaking about today with the economies, people's unsurety about going into next year, what might be, this could be a very good autumn for you to kind of prepare for that. And obviously through winter as well. And again, uh, uh, what 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 you should do here? Um, I just want to just want to like get this in because a lot of people think will, will benefit from this. When you're booking in these awesome renovations, take deposits. It's going to help the cash flow. So take deposits. Say I don't I don't know. Let's, let's take an example. Say it's a two hundred and fifty quid renovation. Take fifty quid deposit. You, you've got that 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 puts the customer with skin in the game, so they're not going to cancel on you, and. Um, Secondly, it provides you with cash flow now, and then they're committed to it. They're not going to cancel as much. So that's just another bit of a bit of advice that I'd give. Take a take a deposit when you're taking these bookings. Yeah, awesome. Right. Well, I just want to thank you, Carlos, again for jumping on. Obviously, we've spoken about some things there that isn't normal talk. You know, talking about fertilizers and like the the products. That's something that may be expected, but it's very interesting to see how it works at a company level like yourself that manufactures and provides. Well gets it manufactured and provides that um so thank you very much for sharing that i know that's a bit behind the curtains and it's your way but for you sharing what happens you know it kind of helps us on the ground i think realize right this is why this is happening and when a client asks me why my 
you know, fertilizing treatment has went up another three pound a month or whatever it might be for a subscription plan or whatever else, you know, you've got the answer as the subject matter expert to go, well, this is actually happening way above me and beyond. And you can like educate your client as, like I said, the subject matter experts, and you can mm-hmm. be that point of authority that, the, that they look to. So that can only ever help. So thank you very much for that, mate. Yeah, you're very welcome. Th- th- thanks for having me on. You know that I, uh, you know that I, I like doing these things. So, uh, you know, whenever you, whenever you need me, call me, I will be there. <laughs> yeah, no problem. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us, pal. And we will definitely get you on again soon, probably coming out of winter, I imagine, speaking about mm-hmm. the spring. So please look forward to that, everyone else. Um, mm-hmm. Just to close it down then, I just want to thank you all for tuning in this week. It is massively appreciated. If you've got any questions in terms of anything for Total Loan, then either you can message myself and I'll pass them on, or please follow them on Instagram. And they're also on YouTube as well, that they push out some good content from time to time on there. So get in touch with them and they are great at customer service. So the chances are, if you're not speaking to Carlos, you're going to be speaking to someone that is in or around the same office as Carlos. So you will get, you know, the correct answer pretty quickly. Um, But yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Look forward to seeing you again next week where we'll talk some more. Take care.